Let's talk retention per manager and department. Let's talk about it. We all talk about and we all know the the good old saying that employees leave managers, employees don't leave logos. Employees leave managers, employees don't leave brands. Employees leave managers, employees don't leave the CEO or employees don't leave the CMO or employees don't leave um, the industry. Employees leave those who they typically report directly to because of multitude of reasons. But how many organizations listening, how many leaders listening, how many companies listening can raise their hand right now and say, we keep track of that data? How many can say that? How many can say we know down to a very detailed level how many managers that we have in our organization have a hard time retaining our people? Contextual to that team, contextual to that department. Who has the data firsthand right now? Give you a hundred bucks if you have. Actually, I take that back because I'm sure there are (laughs) companies and leaders listening that do have that data. But the vast majority of companies and leaders do not have that data. And that's very puzzling to me. Because again, we all know that employees leave managers. Employees don't leave logos and brands. And so for me, That data is always important because if we can really understand and look at the trends of that data, we can make really thoughtful, strategic, potentially tough decisions on who we have in leadership positions and managerial positions. And we can really understand the nuances of why they're having such retention issues. And and it's a back and forth game that I play. Because on one side of things, I can lean heavily into the manager. Because we have to remember, managers and leaders, they are people too, the last time I checked. They are employees of the company, the last time I checked as well. And so they deserve empathy. They deserve patience. They deserve understanding. They deserve the benefit of the doubt as well sometimes. And so maybe, you know, if one of my managers of, an inevitable, inevitable department. Let's say this manager is leading a team of twelve, and in a year, in a year span of time, we've needed to turn certain roles over three times. Right. So let's say that manager has a forty percent retention rate, thirty percent retention rate, fifty percent retention rate. Not great. Maybe me as the VP that's leading that manager, that's leading those those individuals, that small group of five or seven or 12 or whatever it's going to be, maybe I didn't do enough to support them as a manager, to support them as a leader. Maybe they came to me a multitude of times sharing points of views of issues that their people were sharing with them that they were having, and I ignored those conversations. I didn't give them enough bandwidth or decision-making rights to just make the right call to keep the people that we need. I've seen that happen a lot, actually. Actually, I'll speak to this. I remember when I was ahead of people of a company called fit to go I also personally had a team of, I had about eight people that reported directly to me in a little bit of a different way because, yes, I was ahead of people, and I had a few HR representatives that reported to me, but I also had um, 
I also had a, a few folks on the marketing team and on the partnerships team report to me because I had some bandwidth there as well. And I remember that certain employees would come to me about restructuring their salary. Certain employees would come to me about restructuring their workflow. Certain employees would come to me about restructuring um, their overall title and positioning with the company, period. A multitude of issues. Some, some employees would come to me regarding um, the leadership's personality and just the overall energy that he would have during meetings and during um, one-on-ones and during decision-making that would impact their role and the structure of their role and how they could deliver what they had to do on a day-to-day basis. And I would collect all this data. I would have really deep, thoughtful one-on-ones. I would listen very intently. I I felt that I was very empathetic. Um, I felt that I was very um, even-keeled to to have empathy for those individuals, but also strategically align that that information to where the organization is currently and where it needed to go. But yet every time I went to my supervisor and I presented the data, I presented my feedback on what I, th- I felt that we should do, and I presented all the information that was needed, he would either cut the meeting short, not have the meeting, get disgruntled that the, that that information was even coming and call the employees ungrateful, whatever the case is going to be, or at times get mad at the messenger. And so when I would go back to my people and say, well, nothing has been done, and they would leave the company, my numbers, if we were to have tracked the retention per manager rate, probably would not have looked great. But behind the scenes, I, I follow and applied the the systems, the protocols, the step-by-step tactics that are needed to utilize retention and to have retention. And so the first tip that I would probably give is for everyone listening that, that feels they want to start tracking these numbers and be hard on their managers, the first thing you can do is go to your managers and say, write down a bucket list of everything you need from me and from the company to make sure that you can have a hundred percent retention of the six of the 12 of the 24 of the 50 employees that, that report directly or indirectly to you. Let me know what you need. And we're going to plug that into however we want to track this out. And if there is starting to become an issue with your retention numbers, I will point to those things and say, did you do all of those things there? And if the answer is yes, and we can trust that and we can measure that and understand that and look back and and really see that those things happened, then there will be a bit of a reflection moment that we'll have on myself as a VP that leads you as a manager and as an organization. And we will have to take a beat and make some different decisions on our part, on our behalf, not on your behalf, right? So in layman's terms, this will allow the manager to have a little bit of air cover, a little bit of breathing room to do the right thing and not have any fear of being penalized. Beyond that, right? Beyond that, what I don't think enough organizations are thinking about is those numbers can tell you a lot. Those numbers can be connected to why your your, your sales may be down. 
Those numbers can be pointed towards why certain partners may have left your brand. Those numbers may be pointed to why certain other employees from other departments may be leaving because they're seeing such such issues in certain departments. And so it's incredibly important to keep track of these numbers. And it's incredibly important if once you keep track of these numbers and once you keep track of what the manager is or is not doing to be very thoughtful and critical and strategic on who you have in managerial positions and to bake out nuances there. Make sure your exit interviews are structured well. Make sure your stay interviews are structured well. Make sure, <clears throat> make sure the employees of those teams and those departments know that the HR team will have representatives that are there for therapeutic venting type conversations that can be streamlined in a way where, where the organization will really try to understand from the employee's point of view what is happening, what's not happening, why they want to leave, etc. So for me, it comes down to this. I believe that organizations have a responsibility to be very thoughtful and very strategic on both sides of the spectrum. Be very thoughtful and be very strategic around who you have in leadership positions and how you are measuring and making sure those leaders are doing everything in their power to stay organized, to stay disciplined, to be empathetic, to to deliver for their people and to not drop the ball. But then on the same side of things, I want to see organizations be even more critical, be even more detailed, be even more um, intentional to make sure that the managers they have in place deserve to be there. The managers they have in place are actually listening to the employees, are actually giving the employees a space to to share their thoughts, to share their insights, to share their perspectives, to 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 be who they need to be for those people so that we can have great retention numbers. So the punchline is I think more companies need to have a retention rate per manager number that they track from a KPI OKR standpoint. I believe the HR leaders need to keep track of this. I believe the HR leaders need to have more bandwidth and more responsibility as it pertains to who stays and who leaves as a manager and who gets their managerial responsibility responsibilities reshuffled a bit. And I believe from a pupil analytics perspective, this may be one of the most important pieces of data that you can extract on an ongoing basis. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. We'll talk soon.